Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Friday the 28th of January. I'm joined today for the last time this week by Ines Pinheiro, who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there, Ines. How are you doing today? Hello, Peter. I'm doing great, thank you. How are you doing today? Very well, very well. Um, so, what story uh, are you going to tell us about today from uh, Watson's Daily? So, today I thought I'd speak a bit about M&S and uh, M&S. strategy, targeting young consumers. Yes. Yes, M&S. Uh, so, I thought today's story was really interesting. Yeah. Um, so, M&S hopes that young people will buy into live shopping. Yep. smartphone services so it's, so a new, it's a new service right it's a new service and it's yep. really it's really great because so MS is going to launch a new generation of teleshopping mm-hmm. using influencers on a live video stream how mm-hmm. great is that yeah <laughs> it sounds really it sounds really great it sounds really appealing and mm-hmm. shoppers will be able to interact with them and by the look in real time and mm. I think this is just brilliant I mean we have seen that this strategy has worked in China for a long time mm-hmm. and since the arrival of TikTok it's become increasingly popular in yep. the western sphere mm-hmm. and it goes to show how fast MNS has come and, and, and how, how far it's come and and how it is essentially leaving its conservative outlook behind mm, mm-hmm. and, and pushing boundaries. Mm. So I think this is a great idea mm. and it essentially works out to, to change that reputation of just offering office wear. Mm. And it, mm. I think it's a really good strategy mm. to rebrand themselves and target a different audience yeah. which will essentially boost their the clothing market I think yeah what I thought was very interesting about MS as well is that we have seen that's been on the news quite a lot I mean there's mm. various services they are provided to try and rebrand themselves to boost their sales in the food sphere as well mm-hmm. as the clothing market so since I think it was November 2021 until today, we've seen like various different strategies and service solutions and, and very innovative approaches that mm-hmm. it just makes me think, wow, I mean, they are really going with everything, you know, yeah. they really want to put themselves out there and change mm-hmm. that image of, mm-hmm. yeah, we're MS and we're just targeting all the yeah. if you know what I mean. <laughs> and so people, yeah, people usually think that they just offer like, clothing for like office wear or like the old people but I have to be very honest with you Peter I really like M&S yeah I have been there you know a few times and I think they do really really nice products and yeah clothing now. have you got actually while we're on the subject of M&S and favorite yeah. products um just as a quick aside what if you could recommend one thing to let's say you had a friend come over from you know like from uh yeah if you had a friend come over from abroad who had never uh, never been to the UK before, and you said you're going to M&S. What what one food item would you recommend? Do you think? Well, to be honest with you, I really like the one they do. They, this that dog with, I think, is a uh, cranberry sauce. 
Really? Cranberry yeah. sauce. Okay. I think that's really nice, to be is honest. With you. Especially okay. during Christmas time. I think it's so, so good. So yeah, not... but generally, I really, I love the sandwiches. So not, not uh, you know, Percy Pigs or anything like that? You wouldn't say, well, you know, you wouldn't recommend those to someone? I mean, I think they're good, but to be honest, I, I really like... Um... <laughs> Cranberry sauce. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I can't, I can't tell you about that, but they okay. do really nice biscuits as well. Yeah. And I really love that the brand is, they, they have this uniformity across yeah. the whole uh, food market. Yeah. Um, and in terms of clothing, I think they mm. do great stuff, especially like jumpers. Yeah. Jumpers <laughs> and coats. I think yeah. they're really, really good for a, yeah. you know, for a good price as well. Yeah. Um, and then you can just go. But, to oh, oh, we've got to yeah. say, we've got to say, just to listeners, we are not sponsored by MS, no, right? Not. We're yeah. not sponsored by MS. Uh, just to just to reassure just everyone, this is we are one hundred percent independent. But anyway, yeah, yeah carry on. <laughs> yeah, just to make sure people know. Um, yeah. yeah, so you can just go to supermarket. I mean, you're just doing your weekly grocery shop thing, and then oh well, I forgot. I need to buy a pair of socks. You know, you just need <laughs> to go there knowing that it's really good quality for a fair price. Yeah. I think they are really a great job. And, you know, when I was reading this article this morning, I was just thinking about the previous stories you mentioned. So, for example, uh, if you, uh, maybe listeners can remember, not long ago, uh, M&S, it came with this uh, dresses for hire service mm. for 20% of their price. Mm. And this provides options. It's more sustainable because it reduces wastage as well. Mm. And so can you, can you imagine if you combine these services, dress mm. for hire, with the new platform they are developing, live shopping, yeah. phone device, and then you can yeah. buy the look as well. You can rent through that platform. I think it offers convenience and it appeals uh, and it, it kind of targets this younger demographic, mm. which is, I think it's their goal um, mm. in terms of clothing items. But also, I mean, again, now that we're talking about sandwiches, <laughs> you know, if you if you think about not long ago, they come up with this strategy to to partner with Costa as well, mm. uh, to to serve M&S food at Costa coffee shops, mm. and, and we see that, for example, M&S will, will sell sandwiches and mm-hmm. hot food in over I think it was two thousand five hundred Costa offices mm-hmm. um, as part of this effort to to tempt workers. Who mm-hmm. no longer commute every day to, to feel more tempted to to perhaps go into Costa. I mean, to be honest, with you, I will never go into Costa for for a sandwich or anything. I think I don't really like the, the products, but I mean, mm-hmm. if I know the M and S sandwiches are there. I, I will be really happy to <laughs> have go and, and try because I know the product and I really really like yeah. it. Fair um, enough. So I mean, if you think about this, how amazing is this? I mean, you have in the clothing area, you have the all these branding going on rebranding of M&S mm. with dresses for hire they did really well during Christmas as well mm. um, then you have the live shopping experience something that you can do through, mm. through your phone smartphone service and then on the food section you have the partnership with with Costa mm. they also have a partnership with Ocado as well and in fact mm. every time you order with Ocado you can get half of your shopping list is M&S yeah. and Ocado also provides logistics to yeah to M&S and mm. you know we know that Ocado is at the forefront of everything to do with logistic innovation and technology mm. to try yeah. so how, how good is this for M&S <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they, they, don't give, they don't give any it's like they don't give you a break they keep yeah. 
lacking keep, new things. It's just, it's just, it's just an overload of amazing yeah. stuff. I mean, I, I think it's, it's brilliant. Uh, I, I, I love your, uh, your enthusiasm for this. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, th- I think it's a great, uh, it's a great innovation. I mean, it's an, it is another sign that M&S is really turning around. I mean, it's been like an oil tanker trying to turn around an oil tanker in the last few years um, because it has had, it's had a very difficult time. There've been management changes. They've got their women wear, women's wear wrong. They've been criticised for having um, confusing offers in, especially in the food department, which I totally totally agree uh, agree that it was confusing you know four yeah. for three four for the price of three <laughs> and they were just mixed it all up everywhere you know so there's all that kind of thing so you know they needed to simplify that they were criticized for having just boring stuff but then you know over the last year uh, last year especially they've really they tried to buy uh different um you know different brands they bought jaeger which is a good i think that is a decent um purchase um they did they even tried to buy victoria secret remember not that long ago but I think yeah they were, i remember that and they were they were beat but they were beaten to it by next but yeah. you know but they you know they're trying and they've had uh was it nobody's child um ghost is another one i mean all these they 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 put in all these brands you know putting all these brands together um yeah. i mean i still think the the guy stuff is is you know pretty boring and is the sort of stuff really that that you you'd wear to the <laughs> golf, golf club if you're 70 or something but yeah. apart from that um i do think that although i have to say i think their loungewear is actually quite good but anyway i do think that the um they are doing so many things right. And I think this is an excellent idea. I don't just think this is a cherry on the top. I think this is an excellent driver because what it's going to do is it's going to immediately open them up um, to a new audience. Because the thing is, um, I, I don't know, but I suspect that some young people would be thinking they don't want to be seen going into MS because it's it's like it's for old people. So <laughs> they can they can secretly look on their phone uh, on their on their, um, you know, the, the, the live video stream mm-hmm. and actually go, hey, that's quite good. I quite like that. And so, you know, it becomes the live shopping can become a bit of a guilty pleasure. And then actually, because um, MS is all over the place they they might actually go into the shop because the problem is with with someone like MS to actually get how do you get i mean it's all right getting up people who've always been there to go in but what about people who don't normally go in and i think this is an excellent way to do it yes. i'm amazed that they are the first mate you know ones to do it Me too. Um, so it is amazing they need to take advantage of this grab it with both hands and really try and sell this to people because I think this is a this is a this is a great idea. And you know we know it works. Um, I mean it's, it works. It works. In, as, as you said, uh, it works. Been, they've been doing this in China for ages. Um, and I think the other thing as well, it coincides quite nicely with a lot of social media platforms trying to think of ways that creators can monetize their content. Um, which actually, which by the way, I think is 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 potentially um, bad news for, say, companies like Patreon or even OnlyFans, although OnlyFans is a very niche. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. it's, it's mainly quite a niche service. Yeah, um, I think so, too. But, uh, you know, um, uh, so I do think that this is, 
you know monetizing the, the um you know monetizing this kind of thing it just it's all ties together so i think this is great this is good timing yeah. um i think it's a good idea it just shows how serious mns are about um really trying to turn things around so hopefully it all works and i, I really yeah. can't see it not work i know that that is a very bold statement but i just really can't see it not working yeah, no, I, I can say the same because I think it's a great uh, a great way in which they will be able to show what they have to offer. Mm-hmm. It's convenient. It's quick. You know, they can use mm. social media to promote this as well. Mm. And it offers people the opportunity to see what they have to mm. offer and show mm. we are the new brands that we are going to be working with and this is what we do. And, of course, I do think that they are kind of targeting women at this point in time. Mm. Because they're certainly not not doing. I mean, if you if you think about the the renting dresses, uh, no dresses for hire thing, you know, it's yeah. very niche, very particular. But I mean, I think it's a way in which they can be, you know, they can get this project started, these strategies started, and then then perhaps can adopt similar strategy to, mm. to target men in the future. Um, and I'm and not, have... not as convinced of it. I don't know <laughs> if it work quite as well. Um, I mean, may, maybe it will. Maybe it will. It kind of works for, you know, if, if they adopt something like this and mm. then they perhaps do something similar to what Boohoo does in mm. terms of online shopping, mm. trying to integrate new brands as well, perhaps yeah. they may be able to provide some sort of similar service in the future. But I think uh, perhaps they're trying to target women at this point in time because, you know, women, they tend to, to buy more clothing, really. Mm. You know, you, 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 as a girl, you, you tend to spend money on things because you just find it nice and mm. you spend money more easily where men, whereas men they perhaps might be more attracted to just going down the pub and you know get a couple of pints. <laughs> I don't know different. I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. I think that you're giving guys a bad name. No. Uh... <laughs> no, I just think priorities are different. That's the only thing that I maybe, maybe we'll if you just think about it, I mean what yeah. comes next? I mean is it you know can you imagine something like M and S partnering with ACES in the future? Yeah, you never know. You never know. I mean, and and then if it becomes something like um, as popular as perhaps Boohoo, of course, I think Mm. what they need to bear in mind is that yes, you know, they are targeting demographic, which which Mm. is great because that gives them the opportunity to diversify their offering and catch more people as well. You know, so Mm. expanding their sales and profitability and revenue and everything. But they have to bear sustainability in mind. I mean, Mm. I wouldn't want to see M and S in you know something as controversial as what we've seen with mm. Boo, for example yeah uh, i think they really need to try and rebrand themselves but gain a good reputation and not just yeah. start cutting prices just to yeah. your people and then get into you know a difficult situation because not they're not really considering the environment so i think that's something that should be around but i'm not too concerned about it because i think they have those uh, values at the core of their operation there we go there we go. So, um, as you can tell, uh, both of us think this is a good idea. Just in case listeners were <laughs> not quite sure which side we were thinking, oh, do they like it? Do they not? <laughs> Just to make it clear, we do. We love so, it. <clears throat> anyway, right. So, I'm going to talk um, about uh, something now, which I think is uh, interesting. Um, is there was so I, I mentioned um, something from uh, actually something from the Daily Telegraph, which is about uh, LVMH, um, you know, p- posting a, a really strong performance. Uh, so LVMH, so uh, that's uh, Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy, 
So it's the big luxury brand. So it's got Fendi, Christian Dior, uh, Louis Vuitton, uh, 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 Tiffany, you know, all, all those um, and, and loads of other brands that you've heard of, um, uh, you know, all within LVMH. Anyway, basically, it's done really well. I think that reflects, uh, I think, again, strong performance, uh, US and Asia. Similar kind of deal recently with, uh, you know, Burberry said the same kind of thing. Um, but I also thought uh, it was interesting to see uh, aside, uh, you know, as alongside that, um, I put another article, which is from the FT, um, about uh, Chinese, uh, Ch- Chinese jewellery uh, boom uh, going on in China at the moment. Uh, with a, And there was it mentioned specifically um, a jewellery retailer called Chow. Sorry about the pronunciation here, uh, but Chow Tai Fook. Um, and uh, very popular with G- uh, Generation Zs or Zs, whatever you want, however you want to say <laughs> it, um, millennials, and they're doing really, really well because um, people just they just want to spend their money. And I think it was very interesting because they it seems that Generation I'm going to call them Z, so Generation yeah. Zs and millennials. I think um, it's interesting how they want to buy more domestic uh brands um maybe than than um some of the older generations who favored foreign brands and i think it seems to me that there's there's a there's a pattern um with this so remember last year we saw so it was probably about a year ago um where we saw i think it was the shanghai motor show or something and just tesla had just been feeling pretty good about itself um you know, with the unveiling of, of, I think it was this time last year was a Model uh, Model Y. I think they were making that. You know, they they uh, just started making the Model Y. I think in the Shanghai, um, you know, Gigafactory. Um, they they were they were on a real high because they were their Model Three was the best selling uh, electric vehicle in China at the time. But then, like I say, just after shortly after that, um, Shanghai Motor Show. Um, and there were allegations that um, customer service was really poor. Um, there was someone who at that motor show stood on the car and was protesting and saying how you know disappointing um, that uh, Tesla was. There was loads of bad stuff in the press, and it turned out that you know a lot of younger people again preferred to go with a um, a domestic maker and not. Uh, not say a domestic brand because obviously uh, Tesla, you know, they make cars in China, but the domestic brands. And I just wonder whether there's there's a theme here where maybe President Xi is is effectively encouraging more um, people, you know, either directly or indirectly, mm-hmm. for Chinese to maybe it's like a that he's trying to encourage a it's us versus the world uh, kind of thing, because, um, uh, you know, maybe people are thinking that they want to support China rather than support other countries. And I just wonder whether that's the thing. You know, maybe it's my imagination, but I mean, it just seems that there's a pattern forming I think so. I I think so too. I mean, it's difficult to, to say whether this is just patriotism or whether it's just one of this shift in, in kind of, 
uh, value in, in mm. most of the younger demographic because um, we, I think we've experienced something very similar here in the UK as well. So if you think about it, especially during the pandemic, I mean, you have this uh, kind of help your neighbour, you know, mm. kind of idea going on. And then if you, if you think about what we were talking about um, before the podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, if you compare, for example, Gymshark mm-hmm. with Nike or um, Adidas, for example, some people mm-hmm. might tend to, to want to support Gymshark because, you know, because of the story, because it's something that it's UK made and because the, the, the values of the company and everything. So it's perhaps part of a bigger movement where mm. people tend to perhaps want to support their local brands and the, the, the local um, entrepreneurs. But uh, with China, it could be a bit different because, of course, you have all the situation going on. Mm. We know what's going on in China in terms of politics and and, and everything else. So it's just a bit uh, hard to tell which of these two options it is. Is it just, you know, the help your neighbour kind of uh, movement or is it more like a patriotism movement? But I think, think, you know, overall, I think this is great because, I mean, good for them, right? I mean, they're enjoying themselves and everything. I just, you know, if if you think about it, uh, these results come up, has come up this way because, well, we've experienced lockdown in 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 COVID nineteen and everything, and that's certainly restricted our spending. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see yeah. what happens once the travel industry goes back to normal, especially like during summer, and mm. uh, and and what's going to happen when you know people are able to spend money somewhere else. Mm. What do you think, Peter? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is. You know, we we are seeing we are seeing you know people uh, and their their spending patterns are changing. I mean, we've seen a lot of a uh, lot more kind of confidence coming through um, for uh, uh, you know consumers, um, but it's difficult. It's difficult right now because I think that although we are coming out of you know covid lockdowns restrictions and all that kind of thing um that is giving way to the the whole you know, we can't ignore inflation uh we can't ignore the effects of of uh rising inflation um uh you know costs everywhere and the fact that yeah. inflation is rising faster than wages yeah so it's, so it's like well you know hopefully it's going to be okay um and um you know people will continue because at the moment they're like well let's continue to spend um and they're okay and actually you know they're spending more on 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 credit cards and things like that at the moment but when that you know that that it doesn't last forever that stuff but i think for the moment uh it certainly seems like people are willing to spend um and uh obviously you know going back to it if you uh can you know if you want to spend on um uh, you, you know, if 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 companies like M and S are helping you to spend by yeah. offering these kind of live events and things, then you know that's that's all good. But we'll see. But I think that um, increasingly, the uh, uh, um, interest rates and stuff like that are gonna are gonna really take their toll. Yeah, because you have to balance as well. You know, you have these things going on. Yeah, with clothing and everything, and and people are kind of really excited and trying to spend money because they haven't been able to spend money somewhere else. But mm. if you think about these concerns, inflation, which is something that is affecting, you know, 
every every single country in the world at the moment mm. Mm. Uh, plus the constraints in the energy sector as well mm. um you know and it varies as well depending on countries different weathers you know mm. um so this is something that people will have to really really consider and trying to balance the finances as well Indeed. Um, we we will see what's happened what will happen in, in this but so uh, i'm certainly going to keep an eye on my pocket <laughs> very good very good very good um, right okay so on that uh on that note i think we'll end today um and you know uh i would also just point out again um to people that prices to subscribe to watson's daily so if you want i mean obviously we're only talking about a few stories today today there were 20 stories in um watson's daily but it's all very bite-sized the whole idea is it gives you enough uh, volume of stories so that you can see the trends happening because it just isn't enough um, to say, you know, read this stuff or think about it and think about, you know, five stories for the week or something. It's just not enough. You're not going to see the the trends. So if you subscribe to Watson's Daily, then, you know, you will get all this. There's just loads and loads of, of, uh, of material in there. Um, that will help you with your career, your studies, your interviews, every, any everything. Everything, yeah. Everything. And so, you know, it is genuinely there to try to help you. I think of ev- there's no, there is a reason for every single thing being in there. And it's all from the fact, stems from the fact that, you know, I, it's all the sort of stuff I wish I had um, before I started my um, uh, career in the city my my time would have been a lot less stressful and a lot more pleasant if I had something like this but anyway Can I just uh, say something, Peter? and I would also encourage people to engage with the forums as well yeah. that's a really good way to gain uh, different perspectives on a new story which is something incredibly useful if you have an interview or, or just if you just want to become commercially work quickly because mm. you just not have the story but you, you can get different opinions and that mm. way you'll be able to digest everything quickly mm-hmm. so go into the forums and engage with us indeed please do so uh that's an open invitation isn't it open invitation yeah. so um but anyway but thank you very much indeed ns for your uh insights and uh and energy today um <laughs> and um and also thank you very much for the listeners for listening um we'll be back this podcast will be back again soon um so thank you very much please keep thank supporting you. us and yeah have a great day many thank thanks bye bye bye